It's the Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, what a delight. Thanksgiving during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> there's God. There's a wild one. I, you know, there's like different ways that you can celebrate this year, right? We talk about that a bit in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to be celebrating? Yeah, I'm having the bubble over. This is the same exact people, the only people I've seen outside of you for the last seven months. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. I'm so happy to have them in my life and to, I'm going to cook for them. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to do the turkey and then uh, my girl's going to do everything else because she's vegan. So she'll do all the sides and she crushes sides. I feel like the sides are the hardest part. The turkey's easy. Is the turkey easy? I hope so. So, easy. so someone just, you just okay. have to make sure that you're prepared in advance. Like make sure it's already thawed out. Right. If it's frozen, you got, it takes like over a day to thaw. It's it's all. I bought it chilled. Oh, okay. Cool. Air chilled, but not frozen. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That was always something that came up when my mom would be like, "No," and she'd have this huge <laughs> screaming thing, and she's like, "I forgot to thaw it. It's still frozen." So and what would, would she like, do? Put it in the sink? Yeah, just like hot water, sink, bath oh, it, and yeah. then sometimes we just like wait till later to have it. You know, right? It's like course. you just have to like prepare for it. But once you get it going, oh, it's easy. It's nice. You get to watch it. You get to like keep mm. on putting sauce on it. Mm. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, wait, I'm going to try out a bunch of like, it feels like in the last bunch of years, people have taken the turkey dinner game to like a whole new, almost gimmicky level mm-hmm. of all these things. Like, so I just learned about a, a oven bag. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Apparently it keeps the turkey incredibly juicy. You don't even have to baste it. Oh. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to cool. brine the goddamn thing. Like I can't, I'm going to do all that shit. I can't wait. But uh, I, what I'm blown away by, you know, and it's not a judgment thing. Everyone likes what they like, but I'm surprised with how many people are not down with turkey. I like I knew what my <laughs> relative um, who every year for Thanksgiving would always complain and would call mm-hmm. it a noxious bird. And, and you're kind of the same way or what? What's your deal? So, I mean, I I'm fine with turkey. I just think it's an overrated piece of meat. And I think there's a reason we only have it once a year. <laughs> So it's not a treat for you, then. It's not really a treat. I mean, I like what goes with it. Like, I like the cranberry. I love the gravy. But the turkey, I could take it or leave it. I would rather, I think, have, a, like, a roast. Like, a really nice roast. Oh, or, like, a beef. nice ta- steak. Yeah, I would love that. Oh, sure. Those things are phenomenal as well. But, yeah, I, you know, maybe it's because it's only on special occasions. Or maybe it's the gravy. I don't know. May- the, everything else. But, no, I like just a turkey sandwich, even. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's like, with, like on you know. Lettuce and, and uh, mustard and mayonnaise. Mm. I just love it. But I love the, the feast. Mm-hmm. I'm getting really hungry. I just like like the, the seasoning uh, in Thanksgiving, uh-huh. like those sort of fall seasoning. Yeah. Um, I love that. Time. Um, yeah, I'm not doing Thanksgiving dinner this year. My parents are over and my mom is and my dad are they're both over in um, uh, Vancouver. And we're just not going to do that whole thing. So I might go to a friend's and have some steak. Actually, yeah. If you get an awesome steak dinner for Thanksgiving, I'll be stoked for you. Yeah, that's ha- the thing. Yeah, I've got some leftover steak from this week, so I might as well just fry that up. That'd yeah. be pretty good. Oh, that's nice. um, yeah, but I'm really excited to take the sort of like introvert side of um, mm. Thanksgiving and just take time to like clean up around the house and mm-hmm. take time for myself. I feel like I haven't done that in a, a really long time. Yeah. And I hope you do. Yeah, three solid days off yeah. of, uh, you know, not go, 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 because you're so busy. We were up in uh, Tofino last weekend. Yeah. And you clue lit and everything. And um, even though it's great and relaxing and storm watching and sitting in a hot tub and smoking cigars and all that, how wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
But I know it can be stressful still. And then diet starts Tuesday. Okay, diet starts. Really? What are you doing oh for a diet? I don't know. When am I, I'm always on a diet or not. I just like need to stop eating like an absolute maniac. I think like I've noticed and I don't want to like point out, but I'm no. Do you want me to? Go ahead. Okay. You go on like extreme diets. Uh-huh. And then you get off extreme diets and then you go ham in the junk food. Yeah. And that's exactly. just a, it's not sustainable, I feel. It's really not. Um, I don't know what to do. I should show you my weight charted on a graph. I actually have that. You should see. Like, we're talking. Have you heard about this? The V economy versus the K economy? Because, mm. you know, it's like everything crashed, right? Went mm. down. And so then we're hoping we have a V economy where it just comes right back. And then there's the K economy, which is bad. It means, like, it comes back good for some people. Mm. But then for other people, like, we're really worried that it's going to go back down for them. So that's a K economy or a W uh, or whatever. I understand, but yeah. Anyways, my weight is a freaking V this year. It's been so brutal. I like dropped weight. I was all stoked on myself and then I just was I zigged it right back on in a V shape on the graph and it's because you're exactly right. I go ham. Mm-hmm. I eat so clean for so long and I'm so into it and then I have one cheesy and I go off the deep end. Yeah. Must and I feel like it's really... No, no. It's not frustrating <laughs> for me. I just like... I don't I don't mind. Uh, it's just that, you know, it's hard when there's different routine too, right? I think a lot of people are experiencing that. I've just noticed my body has changed so much and it's not for better or worse or whatever. It's just changed a lot just from a different routine that we're all kind of getting used to too. Yes. And <laughs> as long as we're getting into this, I'll mm. tell you, I'll be honest with you. I know what it is for me is that like I get obsessed with, you know, it's like uh, getting results. Mm. I want to see like fitness results. I want to see like pounds fall off my body. I want to see like myself firm up and all that stuff. Okay. Because I like that a lot. I love seeing, oh, I put on a t-shirt. It fits better. I love it so much. So I get obsessed for a while. Right. And that's the only way I get those results, by the way. Mm. Okay. I want to, you know, it's like those, even, even like at a healthy, like two pounds per week kind of weight loss thing. The only way I can do it is if I stick to a extremely strict diet. That and I'm just... sorry, Jen, like that's getting old. Oh, yeah. Okay. The second you turn 30, your metabolism grinds to a halt. Okay. Mm. It's screeching barely along at a snail's pace. Right. And so like you're fighting it. You're fighting your age, mm-hmm. which is, on you know, it's like this impossible battle to win as well as everything else and your genetics and, and your diet and your body and everything. Yeah, totally. No, I totally get that. I mean, like, that's why I don't look at the scale ever, <laughs> unless I have to for sport. Yeah. Right? It's just like, otherwise I get obsessed with it. I remember you told me to go weigh myself before <laughs> pandemic, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Really? About my weight. Yeah. <laughs> Not stop. That's why I don't do it. Really? Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. So that's No, you. it's okay. It's just like, it just shows that there's like difference in like, yeah, what works for you. For me, that does not work. I cannot look at a scale. I just have to change my routine on mm. a daily basis, which is hard to do. It, no, it totally is. And I know yeah. there's, I know I'm a metric guy, so I want to measure things by various metrics. So mm. the scale to me is an easy one, but it's true. It's like, uh, my size shirts is the other thing too, right? It's like, mm. what's fitting? If I, Oh, oh, I know I'm fit into my large and I feel comfortable in it. Great. That means I'm doing real good. Oh, not so much. Got to go back to the extra larges. Oh, that's brutal. Mm-hmm. But, um, I know it's true. And then I go completely off the fucking rails which is insane and i just i can't i was thinking about like oh i'm excited for thanksgiving oh i'm gonna make the gravy oh god i love gravy i love homemade gravy so much so delicious i have Mm. so many good memories growing up with good homemade gravy and uh it's one of my favorite parts of the thanksgiving meal and then i thought to myself dude you've had gravy 
like three days in a row this week. <laughs> like you went to the went to the pub on Tuesday and had gravy with my oh, fries. So good. I went to KFC on Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. chicken sandwich, had gravy, and then yesterday I was at Costco and had gravy. It's like gravy is just a constant thing. <laughs> it's not even a treat anymore, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm the same with fried foods. I freaking love fried foods, especially if I'm not cooking. Like I, I'll, if I go out and I have options of like a salad or whatever, and I could be healthy, I'm like absolutely not. Fried, give me something yum yum. <sighs> Give me fried pickles. I so, love those. I, I agree, and I I know that you're right. It's a it's about balance, and mm. I need to find a balance of my life going forward. Uh, me I can't too. Just, I, I, I don't know. Like it's like clockwork. Year after year, I just go up and down and up and down. And New Year's resolution, and then the summer hits or whatever. I've got to find a better balance. I know, and I think if you're listening to this, you know, if you deal with this as well, you know how it is. It's mm-hmm. like it's a little f- everyday struggle. Yeah, I get why people have what right. are they called nutritionists. Yeah. Yeah. I get why people hire those. Oh, yeah. Because you could just, like, get them to plan everything for you, know what's good for your body, because everyone's <sighs> different, right? Mm-hmm. And what works and a routine. Oh, I would love that. If I was infinitely rich. That. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. would have that to my house. Just come mm-hmm. over and either just lay it out for me or what have you. Uh, one other thing that we do touch on briefly in this uh, podcast coming up and was on the radio was the uh, Mike Pence fly. Oh, Yeah. Now, I only, it was hilarious. I was watching the debate live. Were you on the, this week? No, I watched it the next morning. Okay. So I was like losing. I saw the fly right away and mm-hmm. I was screaming in my house, look, everyone, come look, there's a fly. Um, then I did a tweet, fly 2020. But the people who are the real heroes who are started up Mike Pence fly Twitter and Instagram accounts. Yes. Full accounts. Yeah. I'm glad that exists. It's ongoing jokes. The jokes are endless with that. And I actually just got a message from a zoner named Ella uh, who says that uh, I am the human behind at Mike Pence Fly on Instagram. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, it's a pretty good Instagram account. I'm going to have to give it a follow. Yeah. Lot, like, unbelievable. In the past couple of days, she's flooded this thing with pretty great memes. I don't know if she's making these things herself or what. 1,300 followers. And she says, I've had to charge my phone four times today from all the notifications blowing up. Whoa, Ella, I hope you're going to get some money for this eventually. Get a sponsorship. What kind of sponsorship? Like Raid or something? Like a fly (laughs) repellent or maybe some pesticides or something that you could get a sweet sponsorship from? The possibilities are endless. Way to go. Well, they're endless until people forget about the fly in two days from now. Or there's a video of a fly dying. Then rest yeah, in peace. That's really good. So uh, that's hilarious. I'm going to talk to Ella on Facebook a little bit more here. And just get, I really want to pick her brain. What's yeah. it like being behind a viral meme What's account? What's it like being a fly? Yeah. Yeah, do you have to get yourself into the mindset of a fly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we could have her on. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be such a treat. She's too famous for us now, though. 1,300 followers? Are you joking my ass? I don't know. <laughs> I would love that. Like a Joe Rogan guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening this week. Please tell your friends and spread the word about our little pod here. My eye is twitching. I've had too much caffeine. I gotta go. Thanks Bye. for the podcast. Bye. Guidelines were released by the BC Center of Disease Control for Halloween and COVID-19. We're going to dive into these guidelines a little later. Oh, yeah. We're going to pour into them. But as we know, with this virus, speaking is one way that the droplets can spread. And this is just really great news for those kids who are too shy to even say trick or treat. Yeah, thank you for being so extra cute and wholesome and not spreading a deadly virus. 
so Jen, we're excited to get into all the um, CDC of British Columbia uh, guidelines for Halloween. Mm-hmm. We were wondering what this is going to look like. I, I want to dig all through them and dissect them for sure. We're going to do that later in the show, I think. Yeah. But I wanted to run this by you here. Someone told me this this weekend, that when they were kids, they would bring home the candy. And then they were allowed to, you know, I think it's pretty common. You can't just gorge on the candy when you're a kid. You get a lot of few pieces. Yeah. And then over the next week, you know, a few pieces here or there at dinner time or, you know, like obviously after dinner for dessert. Wow. But then at a certain point, the mom would take all the rest of the candy and hide it away and use it in baking. And that's the way that the kids would enjoy their Halloween candy. Are you talking about candy. a friend of yours or are you in yeah. general? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Well, who's mom? No, this was like this specific <laughs> oh. thing that this friend's mom would do. Oh, okay. And they were like, oh, it was awful. And this is the only, you know, Halloween generally is a time where kids just get to have as much candy as they want. Or, you know, it's like yeah. be the master of their own treats. Whereas I was like, I don't know. It sounds like you got a week of digging out of his pillow sack little miniature fun-sized candy bars and then after that you were treated to delicious baking that just happened to have you know mini snickers and mars bars and snamarties and whatever baked into them that sounds wonderful to me yeah first of all your mom sounds like an absolute angel Right? What a delight yeah. would bake for you. That sounds amazing. But I was thinking, like, it would be so nice to get those, you know, all the leftover candies, the ones that you, like, never want to eat, like yes. the Tootsie Rolls. Mainly, that's it. It's yeah. just Tootsie Rolls. I don't like them. Totally, yes. Um, if you could make something good out of those. Like, if you could put that into baking and make 100%. something that's actually edible. You know what I mean? It's funny you say <laughs> that about Tootsie Rolls, because I feel like that could lend itself into baking in some way. Yeah. You know what? This still doesn't solve, though is what to do with candy corn. And in fact, oh, sorry, just, I forgot the right thing to do with candy corn. Just put them right into the garbage. Right into the right garbage. Right into the garbage. Right straight That's into it. the garbage. Oh, I was uh, just thought of you immediately as soon as I saw this, Jenny. <laughs> so over in the UK, they have uh, a store called Poundland, which is... And for Halloween, they started selling these small plastic Ouija boards oh. for a dollar oh, or no. a pound, whatever that is, two bucks Canadian. Yeah. Um, and so now there's this guy who's like part of the Paranormal Activities uh, Events UK out there. He's saying he's gobsmacked that such an item would be on the shelves, saying that they can release deadly demons if not handled by trained mediums. Uh. They're not a toy. I know you're like making fun of this story. I know that. Um, <laughs> but I, I've i always been surprised why you could buy Ouija boards at like Walmart or whatever store in like the gaming section. I don't want to get too into details, but I have a tattoo of a Ouija board on me. Because you had a terrifying I've had experience, right? many terrifying experiences many? growing up with Ouija boards and I would not recommend them. I do not touch them anymore. So you, so, so where should Ouija boards be available then? Like, do you have to go to like a witch shop? I don't or like, know. Should they all be buried? And if only if you find one in the sand, like Maybe. a Jumanji? Yeah, yeah. Really? I think they just shouldn't make them anymore and we'll just leave it at that. This guy says, it does not matter if they are plastic or wood. If the planchette, what's the it planchette? called? Planchette. spells the word Zeus. Don't say it. It is a demon trying to come through, and you should not even say the name, never mind continuing to communicate with it. You're like making fun of it, but it's serious. Uh, (laughs) It's spooky. I I agree with him. Okay. (laughs) Just don't even touch him. Ouija really responsibly. 
Do it, yeah. Response. Actually, no, don't do it. Don't even Ouija. Oh, really? Not even. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I would go. not recommend. Okay. Okay, that's done. What that's if it's done. really, really, really <laughs> chill? Like, what should I have for breakfast? And it's like, at cereal. Okay, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? It like, starts what? with that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have chestnuts on your street? I do I, on my property. Or not my property, but at my apartment, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> this me so many times where I'll be like outside in front of my house or walking or whatever. And the chestnuts this year, I don't know what it is, but just seem especially aggressive. Do you find this? Yes, they seem way bigger this year. Maybe For something's me, going on. I don't know. I'm like, usually they don't look this big, but I think I need to roast some chestnuts. Is that a thing that I do with them? One time... I thought I was being attacked from above. <laughs> oh my god! Because it felt like something was coming down the tree at me like an animal. And I was like, ah! You know, and like, help, my hands up and everything. Yeah. And then it was just like, and then they hit the ground beside you and you hear the like, whack, 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 whack. Oh! But I don't know. Maybe if anyone knows about this legit, if this is not just anecdotal, are the chestnuts <laughs> bigger this year? More aggressive than ever? Because they're really coming down. Yeah. And if you have any, like, roasted chestnut recipes or something like that, let us know, okay. too. Really, though, Jen? Are you going to pick no. up disgusting chestnuts off the ground no. and then roast them in your no, house? No, I would never. <laughs> the kinds that are in your yard mm-hmm. are not edible. Okay. Do not, do not eat that kind. Okay. The kind that you buy at the store or some random trees in Victoria are the kinds that you can eat. Those kinds, you dig a hole in them. And leave them in the corner and keep spiders away. Right. Right. Okay. So, but the ones that fall and that are spiky, the the spikes are there to let us know, <laughs> don't eat me. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, very important information from Andrea. And wear so. a helmet when you go outside because <laughs> they'll conk you right on the noggin. <laughs> or an umbrella. Mm, I'm getting into the Halloween spirit, Jen. Are you? That's good. Oh, yes, absolutely. I watched like four Simpsons Halloween <gasps> specials this weekend. Amazing. I'm playing a video game that's all about ghosts right now. I can't wait to carve pumpkins and everything. How about you? Halloween's your favorite day of the it whole life. It is my favorite day of my whole life. Um, I am not feeling it this year. I'm having a hard time trying to figure out what to do. And uh, hopefully these like guidelines that uh, the CDC put out can kind of give me a little bit of inspiration of how to celebrate this year. Yeah, these finally came out today. We were expecting them uh the british columbia cdc with these guidelines of how we can safely do halloween this year with covid and everything the main things that they're saying is skip halloween parties this year if you can is that a tough one for you it's a tough one for me but i mean yes of course i'm not gonna have a halloween party uh trick or treat is you know trick-or-treating still okay just small groups um and they're really encouraging people to just get create to get creative with handing out candy i think this year is going to be the year of the candy slide yeah, that's one thing they had in there is uh, to use either tongs. Mm-hmm. We've talked about before. We love tongs. Love tongs. Tongs are the greatest. Uh, use tongs or you can use a baking sheet to make a candy slide to make that go into the little yeah. pillowcase. Maybe you can invest in some like piping or something. That'd be pretty cool. So, okay. What the big thing that I took away from this as well was that everybody get outside. Mm-hmm. One thing that this thing say is we're not going to do them all trick-or-treating this year. Yeah. I am... Old school, I don't like the mall trick-or-treating anyways. I know it's really, really appealing to a lot of parents and kids for a lot of different reasons. But if this year is the year that we all go back out into our neighborhoods mm-hmm. to do legit, classic, outdoor trick-or-treating, 
That, to me, makes me a little bit happy, honestly. Yeah. And the big thing that I'm seeing right now is that we all got to be outside. So usually, Jen, I don't know how you do your trick-or-treating, but I always am, like, inside. This year, I think I'm going to be outside the whole yeah. time. Mask up. Be outside. Be either, like, at the end of your driveway or on the porch. Don't make the kids touch the doorbell or anything like that. Be out ready to go with your candy and hand it out that way. That way, everything's outside. They don't ever stick their little faces in your house and get COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And that's what they're saying as well is this is a great opportunity to get creative with masked sort of characters right. for Halloween. You know, include a non-medical mask uh, in your Halloween costume to be extra safe. They said, too, that don't double up on the masks. So oh. don't wear, <laughs> like, your COVID mask and then your Batman yeah. mask over top of it. That yeah. <laughs> could do a little tough to breathe through. Because the new James Bond movie keeps on getting pushed back, there's a couple articles that are going around saying that James Bond is killing cinema. And if James Bond was killing cinema, we think it would sound a little something like this. Oh, James, when are you going to put aside your license to kill and maybe settle down? Not until at least one more mission, Money Penny. I've got to kill locally owned theaters. to see this sort of innovation. This is something that we haven't seen in Canada before. Uh, There is this new pub called the Wild Rover, and it's an authentic... Irish pub, which I love Irish pubs. Really? Make me feel the most comfortable. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it's on wheels, and it you can rent it for different events. Really? So it's like this little sort of trailer thing that they will drop off at your property, whether you're having a wedding or a bachelorette or any sort of special event, and you'll be able to, yeah, like get a keg and have proper taps a proper bar and a nice little like sit down in there yeah i think it's such a cool idea i think it's really cute too i have one question for you is it illegal just in general yeah, well, like, it's is this a like, legal thing for its people to do? Can I just, like, rock up in a b- <laughs> pub in the back of my truck? I go sit out in the back of my truck just chugging beers be like, it's a pub. What do you want from me? I'm having an Irish pub right now. You want to buy some beers? Yeah, Come to right? the back of my van. <laughs> like, no, it's not like that. So you're not uh, actually buying the beers. It's the pub itself. And they would drop it off on, like, private property. Right. right? So you're not actually selling booze. So you don't need a license. It's just, like, an event. So you're like... Oh, we're all having this beer that we already bought the keg for. Right. Then you attach the keg to the tap that, yeah, the keg is what you bought, right? I get it. Oh, okay, neat. it's just like a cool space that you can rent for a party, really, on wheels. Sweet, good stuff. Right? I I love that. that. And it started right here in Victoria. Oh, it did? It did. Rock stars, celebrities, and fans are mourning the loss of guitar rock legend Eddie Van Halen. The musician died today at the age of 65 from cancer. Billy Idol tweets, quote, broken heart, we will miss you. Motley Crue's Nikki Six on Twitter calls Van Halen the Mozart of rock guitar. Rolling Stone magazine actually put Eddie Van Halen at number eight in its list of 100 greatest guitarists. Wow, okay, good luck, Chuck. Try and name seven better guitarists than Eddie Van Halen. Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Eric Clapton. Is Prince up there? Prince. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got three. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I would have guessed. Can you name... Uh, oh, there's going to be text messages. Just you wait. No, don't text her. <laughs> I don't want to read. 
Okay, all right. Let me just read to you. Here's you don't have to text in here. I'll tell you. That. Okay, listen. Listen. Look at how close I was. Yeah. Okay. Number one, Hendrix. Yeah. Number two, Eric Clapton. Number three, Jimmy Page. Mm. You know what? I forgot the Zeppelin guys. Duh. Number four, Keith Richards. Mm. I love the Rolling Stones. You're gonna put Keith Richards above Eddie Van Halen? I don't know. Jeff Beck. I'm sick of hearing about Jeff Beck. BB <laughs> King. Fair. Chuck Berry. I guess without him, we wouldn't have rock and roll. The mm-hmm. problem with these kind of lists, though, you're going to, like, denigrate other people by, you know, by making these lists. Oh, completely. It's just yeah. something dumb to fight over. But guess what? I like fighting about dumb things. Yes, you do. <laughs> you really do. Down in the States, the vice presidential debate is tonight. It's supposed to be a bit more civil than last week's presidential one. And here in Canada, even more civil debate is raging. It has been my stance for years, and I firmly believe that while plain, old-fashioned donuts may not be the flashiest or the first chosen out of the box, they go great with coffee. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, oh, well, good. Should we go get a couple of crullers and a beer? That sounds nice. Some very official rankings came out, Jen, which I'm proud of, obviously, as a Vancouver Islander. Mm-hmm. Vancouver Island has been named the number two island in all of North America. Whoa! Whoa! So we knew we knew we were good in Canada. Well, we're going up against, like, Mexico Islands oh, yeah. and all kinds of d- Caribbean, I imagine, too. Like, There's wow. actually three Canadian I- islands on the top five. Let's hear them. Uh, Prince Edward Island is number four, Vancouver Island, number two, and then Cape Breton Island is number one. Now, I'm trying to, like, push down my love of Vancouver Island just a little bit. Could mm-hmm. it possibly be that Cape Breton is that much nicer than Vancouver Island? Like, Vancouver Island... Man, supernaturally mm-hmm. gorgeous and so much. Oh, I love it here so much. So much to do here, too, right? Um, I haven't been to Cape Breton, so I don't know. The pictures on Google look pretty nice. There's a lot of cliffs and ocean. Okay. But like uh, we got Tofino on this island. We got the Pacific got, Ocean, dude. We have Victoria. Like, I hate to be that guy, but the Pacific Ocean is better than the Atlantic. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but then there was another ranking okay. for the top 10 small cities in the world. And Victoria is number eight That's in, pretty, the world, in the world. In the entire world. Yeah. You're just telling me stuff I already know. But yeah. I, I, <laughs> this, this, uh, this city rules. It's so nice to live here. Don't tell anybody because we're trying to keep it to ourselves. It's so cutie, but no, I love Victoria so much, and I love the island. And you know what? Next year, let's all put our minds to it. Let's get out there, and I don't know. What do we got? Pick up a bunch of cigarette butts or something, make it extra beautiful? Yeah. Let's beat Cape Breton next year. Let's get to number five on the other list, too. Sure. Well, one of the big stories going on today are headed in the news as well, but uh, Canada is doing all these things, uh, shutting down single-use plastics. Federal Environment Minister Jonathan Wilkinson says Canadians need plastics, but there has to be a better way to keep them out of landfills. Wilkinson announced today Canada is banning six hard-to-recycle single-use plastic items by the end of 2021. He says the proposed ban on plastic straws, stir sticks, six-pack rings, carry-out bags, cutlery dishes, and takeout containers is just 
just one part of a zero-plastic waste strategy. It's something that Victoria has certainly been leading the way on mm -hmm. in the last bunch of years with plastic bags and straws and all that. Uh, but now they are uh, hoping to, across the country, ban single-use plastic items, a whole bunch of them, by the end of 2021. Yeah, so what they're looking at are grocery checkout bags, straws, stir sticks, six-pack rings, plastic cutlery, and then food takeout containers made of, like, hard-to-recycle plastics. You know what I love to see mm. are those, if you do have a takeout container, those completely um, biodegradable ones that are made out of, like, a starch. Okay, yes. I know that Big Wheel Burger has those, yep. and there's some other places. I went down to Fisherman's Wharf. Mm. Um, actually, I've been going down there quite a lot because it's just a big open patio, and they have licensing now, yeah, so you can have a beer on the decks, which is usually packed with tourists. Um, but all the the stuff that they have down there is all compostable. That's so good. Which is amazing. I yeah. Yeah. And that's what's great about this, too, is like, because I complain and whinge about, oh, the straws aren't as good. And still, to this day, like, do not give me one of those paper straws <laughs> yeah. all through a fit like a little baby, I swear. <laughs> I hate them. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. In a mm -hmm. lot of cases, we have found these alternatives to plastics that are just as good. And I think that's the thing. I think we're going to hear some of this, like, mm, pouting from across the country that hasn't, mm -hmm. that's not so well-versed. And how is our opportunity... Not to be snobs about it, yeah, but to let our friends across the country know that the post-plastic life is not so bad. Yeah, and Join we can us. get creative about it, too. Yeah. We know that one of the hardest things about the pandemic has been, uh, or like extra hard on top of it, is if you're trying to date right now, if you're single and trying to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the extra lockdowns, you're not supposed to be meeting people. When you do meet people, like, I get weirded out. Like, I ran into a buddy the other day that I hadn't seen in a while, and he went in for a handshake. Ah! And I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not shaking hands. I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. Now, times that by the added pressure there might come with, like, a sexual partner. Right, because the BC CDC has pretty much outlined that, you know, casual intercourse is out of the picture. So yeah. that's gone. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much, you know, told people that if you want to date someone, you have to have that, like, monogamy, right? Yeah. Which and is like, interesting. Yeah, they've pretty much shut down hookup culture for the yeah. time being. And even if you're trying to, like, date and meet people in a more responsible way, it's just, like, it comes with all these extra headaches. Not to mention that, like... Dating's tough to begin with. Yeah, and there's so much be. added pressure just like being in a pandemic. So on October 10th, it's World Mental Health Day, and Hinge, which is a popular dating app, they've teamed up with Headspace, and they are giving Hinge users a little meditation. So if you have like a virtual date, like you have a Zoom date set mm -hmm, up, you can mm -hmm. listen to this meditation that is guided specifically for going on a date, like right before going on the date to kind of get you in the Headspace and ease some of that anxiety before you meet someone virtually or maybe go on that socially distant walk. Isn't that so nice? I love it's, that. So these meditations are narrated by the director of meditation at Headspace. Wow. And they just do all kinds of stuff to you know help you with if you have any of that like self-doubt or you know all the anxiety that comes with meeting someone for the first time that mm -hmm. you might get up in your head about. It kind of just like talks you and calms you down from that a little bit. Yeah, I think I need to like listen to those before going into a grocery store <laughs> or should, doing other mundane tasks. They should have special ones for that. Yeah. The arrows on the floor are important, but don't feel bad if you accidentally go down the cereal aisle when you weren't supposed to. Yeah, that would be helpful.
So everyone is talking about the big winner of the debate, which was, of course, the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head. Everyone's talking about this fly. Who's going to play the fly on SNL? Will the fly get a sponsorship deal to sell sneakers? And we just got word that the fly now has a TikTok account. Look, here the fly is doing the dreams challenge. What a wonderful wonderful time time to to be be alive. Invite Jenny to my house for Thanksgiving. Over here. <laughs> We're bubble friends, and yeah. I'm having my bubble over for Thanksgiving. That's nice. And it's tight. It's going to be tight. So, um, I know this is the weird thing about Thanksgiving is it's like you really got to pick and choose. Obviously, we're not going to see any of our families. Yeah. Um, I know Ontario is a very different story from us, but all the stories I see coming out of Ontario where their cases are just spiking. They're like, this COVID thing will get out of control if y'all are just having your Thanksgiving like normal, okay? Mm -hmm. So I know we had to skip Easter and we had to skip Labor Day or whatever else. You couldn't go to your yacht regatta. But seriously, shut it down for Thanksgiving, please. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, you know, they are saying that you can have a dinner as long as you do it in a smart way, right? Right. In a safe way. And that's what we're trying to discuss right now is like, how are you going to do it if you have decided to have Thanksgiving or have you decided to just cancel it this year altogether, right? We found a list of uh, cute little suggestions, okay? So I like this. You can have a Thanksgiving lunch instead of a dinner. Hmm. And that way it's just easier to move it outside. And also just more time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dinner, you just go to bed right after. No, you could just eat until nighttime, until so, sleep time. Yeah, I still probably could go to bed right after. Uh, that's true, yeah. Good for me, actually. Afternoon nap. Uh, they say don't do shared dishes. Have enough utensils and make sure one person dishes out the servings onto individual plates. So not having that free-for-all. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you were half thinking off the air here that you might just call it this year. Like, And this is good for all introverts. I feel like Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. and these big family gatherings are stressful for a lot of folks who don't want to do that or feel stressed out about it, mm-hmm. guess what? COVID is giving you a wonderful opportunity to punk out, <laughs> yeah. stay home, do whatever, have some alone time, and that's okay too. It's a good excuse to cancel. It's the best excuse to cancel. Um, they say you could prepare a virtual Thanksgiving by, you know, sharing family recipes mm-hmm. and make sure everyone's eating like kind of the same thing at the same time, but do that's it over good. Zoom. Uh, support local and order takeout from restaurants and caterers. Yeah, I might do that by myself. That Very would be nice. pretty good. Yeah. Um, and make multiple servings of your Thanksgiving uh, food and then drop off portions to family and friends. That's a really sweet thing to do as if well. I opened up the door and there was just a Ziploc bag oh. filled with a soup made of <laughs> turkey stuffing and gravy. I would be so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That my family dropped off for me. What a wonderful thing. Why yeah. not? Today, here in our province, 110 new cases of COVID-19. Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry is now urging British Columbians to stay safe this Thanksgiving long weekend. Let's make this Thanksgiving weekend one of gratitude, one of kindness. And we do that by staying local, connecting with each other in a way that doesn't put those we care about at risk. Oh my God, bless her so much. And she's so right. The biggest thing I heard from her about the food is try and stay away from the buffet style. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah, Yeah. okay, that makes sense. Which kind of sucks. I love that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
Massive bad news today <laughs> across Canada. Netflix is raising its price again. So I'm just going in here now to my account and I am changing plan <laughs> slash maybe quitting Netflix. I swear to God, what is on this thing that's so worth it? I don't know. It's a weird timing considering everyone's getting ready to like get cozy and stay oh. indoors. Now maybe they think that they can get away with that. I that's don't know. Very conspiracy. Speculation. Jenny. Yeah, Speculation. Wow. But <laughs> it's already on, baby. Okay, but with you canceling your Netflix, that means that I no longer have Netflix. Well, here's <laughs> because yeah. you pay for my Netflix. <laughs> this is how I bargain get you, dude. I signed up for basic Netflix, however many years ago, right? What a chill thing. What was it, like seven, eight bucks a month? Hmm. Watch as much Netflix as you want. Great. Now. What are the, you paying? Right now, I have the premium Ultra HD. Wow. So that we can all watch, like you, me, and everyone else is on this goddamn thing. <laughs> can watch four screens at a time in full HD. That's, that's so $17 nice. a month, and that's the one that they're going to bump up another two bucks? Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh. you got to be joking my ass. I'm out. You're out? Okay, I guess I'm out too. Well, thank you for the time that I had on Netflix. I owe you, I'll, I'll tell you a lot. I'll tell you what. What? I'll go down to standard. That's two screens at a time, but that's still 15 bucks a month. Oh, wow. Oh, what's the... (laughs) This has been a topic of discussion since the pandemic started is, well, we have now, uh, we have all these wonderful patios in Victoria, and that was only supposed to go up until October 31st that we were allowed to have these patios for Mm -hmm. restaurants. And there's been a lot of discussion, and they finally came to terms and said that it's going to be extended. For how long? Because we are obsessed with these patios, Jen. Yeah. I will not eat inside a restaurant. I just won't do it anymore. Yeah. No, really. And, like, you know, I'm all, everyone's like, oh, yeah, more like Patio Stino over there, loves a beer patio, whatever. Yeah, of course I do. But now it becomes like a lifeline where I won't eat inside of a restaurant. I only will sit on a patio. And I think that's just the safer thing to do and it's great that they've extended them and it's such a nice vibe never mind everything else right and especially here in victoria too yes. so they've extended it until october 31st 2021 a full wow year. yeah holy smoke yeah. i hope this doesn't say what they think how long the pandemic's gonna <laughs> yeah i don't know if it has anything to do with that, that but just, i think it's like more of like no this is just good it's fun yeah. And even if people are, do feel comfortable sitting inside of a restaurant next year, give them even more space to fill up. Now, it's one great. of the, the main issues that they were finding with this is because they made uh, Government Street or parts of Government Street just pedestrian only. It was really difficult for delivery drivers to get to and from okay. uh, in Government Street. So they're going to just have one lane of traffic for delivery drivers in there just to make it easier throughout the winter. Sure, makes sense. And um, the other thing that they're going to be watching closely is because of winter months, it's going to be cold outside. A mm-hmm. lot of people are going to be using heat lamps and there could be some safety issues if you add a roof in that situation and there's a lot of wood around so they're going to be watching that closely it makes sense right they said staff told council that when you put a roof on a structure and potentially add a heating source public safety becomes an issue and it's true yeah. it's like i wonder if that's a covid thing it, it strikes me as if you're going to do all that stuff you practically are inside so <laughs> almost yeah what's the difference i'm happy though to bundle up yeah. good keep the roof away keep the heaters away i know 
that it gets rainy here in the rainforest of Vancouver Islands. But if I just bundle right up, mm-hmm. okay, and then it's like, say it's pouring rain and it's like a big winter Indeed. storm and everything. Yeah. What's your ideal situation on the patio in this winter? This is great. Wow. Okay. Can you get me a little sippy cup lid to put on top of my beer so the rain oh, doesn't get yeah. in it and water it down? It's pouring with rain. I don't care. I'm not getting COVID. <laughs> I'm warm. I got my heating pad. I took some of those, like, heated gloves and stuck them in my pants. I'm having a great time on this patio. And now, very simply, to start the show, here is Jenny West's world-famous impression of a turkey. That is a human being making that noise. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.